Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the podcast, High on Tranquility. This is your host, Chandan Parla. In this episode of High on Tranquility, we had a great conversation. Because this is one of those episodes which was really deep and interesting. Because the person whom we had on the show, Siddharth Bhendi, who is an artist, who is a singer and a musician on a whole, has hustled so much. and his passion towards music art and his desire to make that difference is something which is really inspiring this episode is all about the conversation between me and siddharth bendi siddharth bendi by the way released his new single called newness uh the song will be played at the end of the podcast so stay tuned till the end so let's get started hi siddharth how are you hi I'm I'm really glad I'm doing this. It's actually my first actual podcast um that I'm that I'm guesting on. So that's really interesting to me. I've wanted to do a bunch of these before. Um and I've been I've been speaking to a bunch of people but uh, a lot of people that I've been speaking to do it offline. So we're waiting for a post corona season to do that. And meanwhile I was really excited when you got in touch and we could do something online. Just makes a lot of I'm sense. I'm super glad man uh for doing this show. Yeah, thank uh, thanks for that and uh So, um Siddharth, do you have any like musician names? Let's say uh so-called pen names like the way you want to be called as. Not really do. I go by Siddharth Bendy pretty much everywhere Perfect. and that's how I prefer it actually. And the fact that my second name is my last name is Bendy. Yeah. Um is is intriguing enough already and I don't want to add to that. I feel like that's enough to kind of um you know gather somebody's interest. Create that um, thing in people's mind. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I don't need to do pretty uh, anything else. <laughs> Perfect. So, Siddharth, uh why don't you tell me about yourself? Um I'm a musician, singer-songwriter from Hyderabad, but I'm trying to identify myself as a lot more than that in the coming future. Mm-hmm. Um I have been making music for 5 years seriously now. It's yeah. I I released my first EP when I was uh, 18 in 2017. and then i released another ep in 2019 and now i'm releasing a lot of singles and just working on a bunch of other things as well um i've also been running an ngo since 2016 since i got out of school really and uh, that has been a huge part of my life over the last um 5 years also um and i've been a part of a lot of hyderabad based creator specific uh events uh, which are not musical as such but they just promote art and promote creativity and it's all about community and i've been a i've been a huge advocate for that over here and i want to take that forward as well sometime in my life in the in the future so that's pretty much all i do but music being the forefront of everything obviously got it so siddharth uh what do you see music as let's say every person has a persona towards it every person let's say uh many artists talk about love many artists talk about things that they're attached to so what is that x factor for you um i think it's always been just purely expression to me and okay. nothing else uh and i don't try to uh, you know dissect it more than that i feel like that would be doing injustice to what i'm capable of musically um mm-hmm. i feel like music can be something that i can talk about anything with you know i can i've i've written love songs i've written songs about mental health i've written songs about 
just life and the world yeah. and getting really introspective about things um and i've also written about super simple things like just and and not every, not all of these have been released but um i i've written about something as simple as like me liking juice and stuff like that <laughs> just you know sometimes it it's really anything and for me the the reason why music is so interesting to me as an expressive medium is because of the diversity of feelings that you can feel with music and Got music it. being so vast you know you can i mean just, i think somebody thinking about siddharth pendi as an artist is probably thinking about me and a guitar yeah. but for me when i think about music it's every sound that i've ever heard so i feel like i feel like everybody has such a different perspective of what sound is and what what music it can be um and for me it's just expression man like i i just want to talk about anything and say anything and uh, you know use it as a way to put myself out there without having to say it because i don't think i'm the best at saying things as i want them to like i'm not i'm not that socially um out there okay um i'm i wouldn't say i'm socially anxious to an extent that it's labeled that but I'm not great with starting conversations and music helps me do that. Got it, got it, got it. So Siddharth, um, so before we dive deep into the conversation, I want to tell every single person who's listening to this podcast that Siddharth has released his um, latest music car. So that's called Newness and it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Some of the lines just got me stuck into the loop. It was too good, man. That Thank was you. wonderful. thank you so what do you what do you look at um music on a general level okay uh it's probably that it has the capability to change but uh when you're writing a when you're writing a song uh different people follow different uh processes let's say a friend of mine uh she makes the chord progression first and then works on um let's say uh the lyrics of it so how does it work for you there's no fixed method for me uh-huh. um but i would like to um i would like to mention that music production and software has been a huge part of my songwriting process okay. i think ever since i started now more than ever because i'm doing it myself more than more than before um i write sometimes the lyric first sometimes the melody first sometimes i sometimes it's a guitar um, riff that i really like sometimes it's a line that sticks with me for newness for example it was i'm not used to newness yeah. it was it was just that and and i didn't know what to do with it i just had the word okay but i sat with the guitar and i came up with a riff and i started writing about something that i was feeling right then and i didn't even it didn't it didn't even have to be about newness yeah. but i sort of connected newness with that thing that i was writing about because they just matched they so just that just triggered you out. it just made that fusion yeah it kind of comes to you when yeah. when you're actively trying to put it in the form of a song i feel Beautiful. like wanting to do it is the is the first thing and the and the thing that you need to feel the most um and beyond that it's it's just that you have to sort of believe that this can be a song i feel like these essentials we forget we are thinking about obviously what chord to use and what note and what harmony and all of that but i feel like more than anything you should just want to write a song and complete it um and and a song will come like <laughs> humans are capable of a, of of a lot of things and this is yeah. one thing that surprises me every single time i don't see myself as a 
songwriter as such even though i've written so many songs mm-hmm. by now um because i i see my idols and everybody that i look up to writing songs very very differently like, okay. i can't even explain my process you I, mean I the style differs process. you mean the style differs everybody writes differently i feel you know yeah. it's just it's just really different how people see songwriting and that's what is really interesting to me i feel like everybody has to come up with their own style or own process of writing there is no one way to do it or there are, there are no even 10 ways to do it it's it's every individual way totally got it um sometimes it's really important to have collaborators and and other people influence your songwriting sometimes mm-hmm. you can do it all by yourself so i think it's a, it's a mixture of everything but i don't have a process as yet um i just try to put out my honest feelings um out and initially it was just about hey i need to write songs i want to write songs this is what i want to do um and later on i understood that just writing the songs is not not important but being honest is is the key to writing good songs that you will like for a long time as an artist so that's what i'm trying to do now yeah so siddharth uh when you said song writing when you said uh, working on songs producing or just thinking about them when did this all start like 5 years ago 6 years ago yeah sometimes around sometime around that i was in school i was actively playing a lot of covers i was an avid ed sheeran fan okay huge one at that and this was i'm talking about before thinking out loud and before the big songs like i used to listen to the early stuff and really like fanboy um ed sheeran a lot got it and uh I used to play a lot of those songs but I didn't really write my own songs okay until I finished school I started the NGO I started playing shows also I started playing some shows um uh, just you know some some gigs I got in clubs in Hyderabad mm-hmm. and this was really early on and I didn't have like a song that I could say hey, I wrote this song I had like lines and stuff that I just wrote but they didn't make any sense I started putting it together I think around 2016 ending 2017 and I immediately decided I was going to put together an EP and and release it so it. by September 2017 I had my first EP out How was your first gig experience like describe it Um I I used to only do open mics for the longest time ah. 2015 and 16 was just open mics that my friends hosted okay. or or talent shows that in another mm-hmm. school and stuff like that um my school and the people in my school were actually pretty uh, hyping me up a lot uh, okay. back then like i used to i w- i was music captain in in 12th grade which is a thing in our school which is really so fun that so there's so there's something school. called music captain yeah my school is really great with stuff <laughs> like that like they 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 really took care of the extra curricular stuff and everything wow um and my music teacher was really awesome as well so um i was i clearly i had the encouragement and yeah. uh, i was music captain and the others used to hype me up quite a lot and i took that as motivation and tried to be better mm-hmm. and uh, just you know participate in all these school competitions or even outside school just as many open mics as possible and i think the first show that i got paid at was really terrible because um i knew only half an hours worth of music that i can sing continuously but i had to sing there for 3 hours and i i'm not capable of doing that um Whoa. back then i wasn't capable of doing that back then and uh, i was getting paid 3000 i was like oh wow this is money real money dude oh this yeah, is yeah, awesome yeah. i was 17 so you can imagine totally. and 
there were these uh, drunk people like any other club who wanted some hindi songs that i didn't know and they would say oh this guy can't sing and <laughs> all of that I- i'm probably dramatizing it a little too much but it was it was intimidating for a 17 year old for sure like i i felt like i didn't belong there and i i didn't i wasn't supposed to do it but then that was also a big boost in in just like wanting to do it you know like it was yeah. a big motivating factor and and i'm glad i took that as motivation and not discouragement because a lot of people will a lot of people have been in that situation where they True. took that as discouragement and within one or two shows they just quit because it's not for them but the real good shows come i think once you start releasing once people start recognizing for you for mm. your music um finding your identity and, yeah and then yeah finding your identity putting your step out there and just like you know making a footprint of your existence in the music scene mm. uh it took me i think roughly around 1 year to do that got it and so, it might take anywhere from 1 year to 10 years so that it doesn't there's no measurement of it but um just have to keep doing it i guess okay so 73 videos 73 to 7 73 videos on your youtube channel right now is not an easy thing most wow. of it is most of it is really stupid vlogs no too. but still <laughs> but still you try to put yourself up out there and mm. not just that okay tell me about you um so are you like a, are you like someone who plans a lot of stuff like notes down jots them down and then uh make a lot of preparation and then starts to work or you be like this is my deadline let me do tomorrow let me do tomorrow when there's a deadline then that's when um you uh, the inner self je- uh, gets intrigued and then starts to work and great stuff comes like that how does it happen for you a little bit of everything dude i try to plan a lot i have i have a lot of books that i keep writing down all my ideas in and i have okay more ideas than i can ever execute and mm-hmm. i think that's a blessing and a curse because um when you have so much to do you end up not doing anything and that's what happens to me a lot um but uh yeah i i pretty much take the idea that i want to work on right now and i just i just do it okay. um and for me it's always been at least for the past couple of years it's really been about learning something new every single day uh with the pandemic i think that got glorified a lot and i'm i'm a big pioneer of that uh i i just wanted to learn everything everything that i can okay. uh, sitting at home or or just you know in the studio alone whatever i can do alone so i picked up a camera i learned how to edit videos i learned right. how to use photoshop i learned how to um produce music better and invested in a bunch of software so all these things have been happening and yeah i think i think the what what you see on youtube and the fact that i have so much content is basically uh because i am constantly exploring and um i don't do anything else you know like i i wake up and i don't think about watching a movie i i think about making a movie so um th- a I lot guess, of experimentation goes in yeah like i'm just constantly doing stupid things that don't make sense whatsoever but end up being something content wise and i just put it out yeah and um in fact i've probably even like archived and made a lot of videos that i cringe on private on youtube and stuff like that um from from back in the day from 5 years ago and stuff yeah. but yeah the 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 thing the main thing to take back from all of this is basically that everything i've done may not have become something or may not be something of value to somebody but i've learned at least one thing new in every new video and because of that i am able to make videos that i really really like sometimes Got and it. i guess that's that's it like the take away from it is you just have to do it and hope that you you're taking something from it and you always are to some extent okay 
So if we did a bit back, uh, like one eighty shows in two thousand seventeen alone is not an easy task. So mm. how did you do it? Like that was that was one of your starting years, right? Like that's when you released yeah. one of uh, one in a million. Yeah, yeah. Thousand seventeen was like the year for me, and I feel like it was a, it was the year for a lot of people. One hundred and eighty um, shows is not an easy thing. Like, are you traveling every day? Yeah. So <laughs> no, this was this was mostly in Hyderabad. It wasn't all okay. over the country or anything. I wish it was. Uh, there were a few shows outside Hyderabad. Uh, 2017 was the first time I actually played outside of Hyderabad as like an indie pre- performer. Okay. Um. So, my mindset going into the 180 shows was basically that I decided to do this. Like now, I know I want to be a musician. I'm still going to engineering college. Um. Back then, but I haven't really um. You know. decided that i want to do engineering entirely and inside me i'm thinking oh god i don't want to do this anymore but i haven't br- br- i haven't broke it to my parents yet um so i'm just trying to figure out ways to convince everybody that music is the right thing to do for me correct and for me the way to do that was to was to look at least like a successful performer if not actually be a successful performer. Uh, I don't think those 180 shows made me the successful performer that I want to be, but everybody around me knew that I was working my ass off. Like I was seriously doing shows. I had I had mm-hmm. I used to do triple gig Sundays and announce oh, wow. those on uh, on Facebook. So I used to go 11 o'clock to Green Park Hotel. I used to do two hours over there and it was 1 o'clock by 2 o'clock I need to start at Playboy Bear Garden in Jubilee Hills. So that was another three hours. So mm-hmm. that would end at five, and then I would eat something, and I would go from there to either like a another club in Jubilee Hills or uh, something else. Like there used to be something on the other, and that starts at seven thirty, and I used to end my day at around eleven uh, thirty. Eat dinner, go home, sleep, wake up next morning, go to college because it's Monday. So like I used to. I used to be like that, and I, and that took a toll on a lot of things. Like I used to eat very unhealthy. I barely slept, and I was like mentally, I wasn't taking care of myself at all. And I didn't know it at that time, but it really wasn't healthy. And I don't suggest that somebody does that. But I will say that it has helped the way I have been perceived as a musician because everybody from my school now knew that hey, this guy's serious about what he's doing. Yeah. He's doing like hundreds of shows. It's awesome, and. my family is thinking oh does he really want to do this that seriously he's and also like i made a little bit of money right obviously yeah, like yeah, i yeah. i was doing that many shows i was getting some of the other money i bought two guitars three guitars that year oh. um and and i use the same guitar still i made uh, really long term investments that uh, have been that are being used even today and like i on the studio. that's yeah the whole studio was pretty much built out of my earnings in 2017 wow. and 2018 and um yeah i i practically survived the whole pandemic very very comfortably because i made those investments like imagine imagine not having all my gear in the pandemic i i'd, I'd probably be complaining about <laughs> so many things but because i have my gear i'm just like sitting and making content and not feeling like i don't have anything to do um yeah. so so my approach was basically that like i i needed to do anything to convince everybody that music is the thing for me and it somehow worked like in 2018 around march is when i broke it down to my parents that i don't want to do engineering anymore and i stopped going to college um 
I joined another college. I'm doing mass comm, um, and I don't know when that that end. The COVID has messed up all the timelines. But um, so Siddharth, uh, when you were talking about uh, being an engineering student and then being a mass comm student, so how is the transition? Is it like you did? Uh, you dropped out of college? Yeah, I dropped. Okay. Out, I dropped out of engineering college yeah, after two years right. of doing it, um, and then and then started. all over again with mascom which is a 3 year degree but then covid came on and uh, messed Got up the man. time and I, i haven't written exams in a long time hmm. but i i'll be completing sometime soon um, probably by the end of this year or something like that yeah okay and um so that so yeah. tell me how did you uh, explain it to your pa- uh, parents like because this is something which every uh, a lot of people a lot of people i know go through because number one they are not comfortable with especially the course they do uh mm. 80 out of 100% is uh, engineering and number 2 they are afraid of explaining it to their parents like proving that this is not something that's right for them how did you do that um i think a big part of that for me has been that my parents are understanding already and i think that's a blessing that a lot of people may not have and i understand that but i don't also want it, i i don't want this to sound like i've it's been easy like i obviously the conversation was difficult they didn't really like right especially my mom didn't really like um that i want to do it because she and it wasn't like they want me to become a software engineer for sure or something like that they were like do your engineering and then do whatever you want you let oh. us have a degree okay so okay. Okay. that way they were already like got it very su- super super light about it they they weren't they weren't the strict parents that we see in some movies um awesome. and i don't think i don't think a lot of parents are like that but i feel like um that's a that's definitely a big uh, you know blessing for me is i think they've been really understanding okay and even otherwise like i said doing the 180 shows and releasing my first album and it doing decently well in the local hyderabad scene and you know just being good at what i do i feel is something that came across to okay. them uh, i i think they realized that i was good enough like they agree that i'm good so that's that's already the sell, selling point there yeah yeah um yeah i think it was just that i didn't have to do any special convincing other than just giving it time and letting them understand why uh and also decide for myself if i really want to do it like it, mm. will this be something that i that i'll regret later on probably yes we still don't need the answer today in 2021 yeah. okay when did this But, introspection start like uh i want to do uh, do music as a career so where did this start oh, right, right from the beginning like <laughs> i knew it i knew it from the beginning whether or not i did engineering and did it afterwards or if i did music right from the beginning or if i did it 10 years later that was the only variable the constant was that i was going to be a musician like i i was you know pretty much convinced with myself that i'll be a musician it's just that the will it work out is obviously there um the self doubt all the all the insecurity that hey i might not be good enough to do this there are so many people better than me and all of that stuff is definitely there but me being a musician is a constant like that's been a that's been a thing since i think 12th grade now okay so that's pretty good so whom do you look at like when you're writing songs like 
whom are you like most whom are you most influenced with um initially definitely it was uh ed sheeran, ed sheeran. <laughs> okay. um the the dude just had me man like yeah. the guy the way he puts himself across on stage the way he performs the way he speaks to people just generally even even the put put aside the music like the guy is just a good guy and hmm. you kind of look up to him and you are like man this guy is like this and i should probably be at least half of this at least yeah. musically and every other way got it um and i've i've just looked up to the guy a lot since um, the beginning and i've i've done this constant comparison with me and him mm-hmm. which has been a great way to grow for me personally um definitely did the whole imitation thing as a fanboy like i used to dress like him i used to want to ah. perform like him okay. buy the same shoes buy the same guitar <laughs> buy the same uh, equipment like him and perform exactly like him say the same things on stage i've done all of that i still oh, do wow. a little bit of that um but more than that I, i i've seen the guy grow musically and in every other way and how his career has taken a the next step every single time and to kind of be experiencing that firsthand and analyzing that as a musician okay who's also releasing and taking a new step every single day with mm-hmm. new releases and all of mm-hmm. that i'm doing there was a constant comparison obviously of way different levels but the comparison was there and that helped me grow a lot so he has been my biggest influence for sure but musically i think ever since 2018 19 i have had a lot of different influences uh, okay. after after one in a million i was introduced to a lot of new musicians in the in the city tell me something and, uh, is pratik kohard one of your influentials because i no, listen, when you say lungs yet. actually i will get to that i i'll get to the whole indie thing so um yeah like i was i was just meeting a lot of people uh, right after the release of 100 million 2017 okay. a lot of a lot of musicians that i looked up to wanted to have a conversation with me now that i have like my footprint in the scene right yeah. and uh, because of those conversations i started bringing in a lot of new sort of musical influences um i was introduced to hip hop in a whole new sense and i became a huge hip hop guy like i still every day i listen to hip hop i can't not and even though i don't make hip hop music it's a big influence on um how i see music if even if i don't musically make the same thing and i feel like that's also important i feel like we we learn a lot from other genres despite us being just one genre specific so siddharth uh, when you talk about pratik kohard uh, what do you get in your mind like is he one of your influentials or is it something like why do why do i personally feel when you say lungs i totally listen pratik kohar it's not just when i say lungs <laughs> yeah interesting i think lungs is from the one right yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> uh one one is kind of uh, it's gotten that a lot like I, a lot of people have said that it sounds like a pratik kohar song and um i i don't think no no i, I don't mean a... that i don't mean that pratik kohar uh, you work you sound like pratik kohar but you had your originality but it gives the vibe of pratik kohar it's okay right thing. right right yeah i get it uh yeah i i don't think he's directly had an influence on my music as as a musical influence um but being an indie guy who kind of 
is representing the indie scene to the rest of the world right now uh and also being a singer songwriter who also um started quite young and and you know went on to work really hard for many many years until he got the spotlight um i feel like he's he just has that constant um role model sort of an influence on me not musically but he just has like oh dude pratik kohar has set that bar and i feel like it's it's that for the whole scene right now you mean like the amount every, of work and the groundwork that a person has to do yeah everybody is looking at him and saying mm. dude this guy actually did it and yeah. um get, getting recognized by big uh, international um you know icons and um uh, just being on the biggest channels available to an indian artist and all of that has been something only pratik kohar was able to do so far and uh, i think musically there have been so many smaller artists from india that have had direct influence on me but pratik kohar has been more like a role model for all of us and i speak for the indie community as a whole um that looks up to him and and it's just been a really nice experience to see that somebody coming from our country is able to do all of that and it kind of gives hope to a lot of us all right so when you look in that way it, it's it's pretty awesome and that's pretty awesome okay so let's talk about um your latest song newness so why did you name it newness because okay there are two things which i observed number one the entire ideology the way you put nostalgia and the raindrops and the greens and noise uh it gave a bit of lo-fi and not just lo-fi it gave that upliftment at the same time it has a tranquility without a lot of beats i mean it's just so perfect i just don't know uh, how to describe it so what do you describe newness as um newness is really just a feeling you know um i wrote it around the time when i met somebody and it wasn't necessarily anything by then it was just a feeling that i wanted to put across that i didn't have a term for like happy is not the same as newness or yeah. uh, confused is not the same as newness or even uh, excited is not the same as newness newness is like a mixture of all these things that you feel it's more like a situational emotion and um the reason why i wrote newness and made it sound how it sounds is because i wanted to represent that for everybody who's felt it and i feel like everybody has felt it like we've all been in we've all been in seventh grade having our first <laughs> crushes and stuff like that you know i feel like everybody's been through that sort of a um um situation before and they've felt newness newness is that confusion that wanting to say something but not being able to and um that feeling that you have that you can't get rid of but you don't know what to call it and it's all these things that sort of um make up for that whole situation and uh it's it's been really fun to see how people have received it and translated it in in their own way uh and everybody i think i think has a different meaning for it um so yeah it, it's just that it's just that feeling it's that situation it's not necessarily that hey i'm starting fresh it's all new for me now or something like that as an artist i'm not trying to say anything like that with newness um i feel like it's just a emotion that i want everybody to kind of relate to i totally love this line uh, when you say from 2am talks to 3pm dates 
it's like the entire journey you just compress and put it on one single line wow yeah that song one uh, again it's it's a entirely different situation compared to newness but um i think it just came out of me as a combination of all the things that i wanted to say uh back then and uh it was actually written um okay this is because you asked for non instagram material um th- it was actually written when a friend of mine was going through a certain situation and i don't know how to handle these situations really well and i i i don't know if i'm a good listener i try to be um but i don't think i'm a great solver of problems for my friends like i can just give a lot of big speeches but i don't know how much it actually does to them um so i i wrote this song instead to kind of comfort her and a lot of people think it's a love song it actually isn't it's actually just a song that i want to use to express her feelings and comfort her so that she feels like everything she's feeling is valid and i think that's why it's also done so well the song itself i feel it's it's not something that i've felt for somebody like that would be really common you could take all of my other songs and they will they will be those kind of songs but one is really about how another person is feeling and how i want that to change um and and that's been most of my approach with that song and I honestly didn't analyze it this much when I was writing it. It just took fifteen twenty minutes to write it at I don't know two a.m. on like a July two thousand seventeen night, um, and it just happened to be you know I think it was July thirtieth to be exact, um, and yeah, did a lot of things to a lot of people. So I'm really glad. Okay, so when we talk about uh, the entire propaganda. Okay so why don't you tell me about your understanding and interest between architecture and uh, especially the release what hap- what entirely happened in the release of one in a million oh the launch video uh i just put together a, an event to kind of you know celebrate that i finally put out one in a million i think it was a big deal for me to be the youngest in my city to to release an all original ep and um yeah it was just like a culmination to one whole phase where i was trying to be a musician and after the release of one in a million i was a musician like i was like oh i'm now i'm a professional musician and i have music out yeah. on spotify and everything and i also make some money out of this so i don't have to i don't have to say aspiring anymore because before that i think for a couple of years on my facebook and everything i used to say aspiring musician and i think I think that event was just a celebration of all that and I think that I think everybody has these sort of things like they, they it, it seems like a very big thing then um but it really isn't in the large scale of things because um there's so much to do even after that but it the celebration is really important at that moment I feel like and um all my family was there all my friends were there and we just celebrated the music that i put out and even other music that i just sang for all of them that day it was just a really happy day and i wanted to do an after movie because i wanted to remember that uh, and it was really fun 
So beautiful, man. I mean, uh, okay. When when I said architecture, what do you think about? Um... Oh, the Museum of Goa. The, so, two thousand seventeen September fifteenth, I think, was when we were in Museum of Goa. Um, I had, I had a manager of sorts back then, who was getting me a few shows to promote my music. and he had this gig in museum of goa that he said will be great for promoting my ep and um, the launch was later that week in hyderabad but uh, this was like a pre launch sort of and it was also my first time out of, out of hyderabad that i that I was playing so um, it was very weird like a lot of hyderabad musicians or really any musician go to another major city um, like a bangalore or mumbai and play their other like play their first outside gig outstation gig but i did it in goa it was really unique for me and i don't see or think of goa as how it is uh, glorified uh, generally like i i'm not a big party guy i'm i don't drink or i i, I don't like really indulge in um, a lot of time pass because like i said i'm a geek i i i'm always with my equipment and that's what i want to do that's that's the only thing i know how to do um i i don't know how to do anything else so um i just went to goa and just like played and came back like i wasn't i didn't even like visit a beach or nothing none of that it was just a one day thing and uh, met a bunch of new people uh which was fun to me like as an 18 year old i haven't met a lot of people outside hyderabad and uh, outside my school so it was just a very new experience i was learning a lot very quickly in that phase of my life i feel um and it was definitely fun testing my songs out in front of new people um and then coming back to hyderabad and playing them for the second time was a little bit reassuring and it wasn't the first time so it wasn't as difficult so that is exactly where i want to talk about um where do we see your next music coming and what what can we expect for the first time after 5 years of making music i'm going to be producing everything myself from now on uh, for the most part unless i i think that somebody else has to produce it um i have a lot of new music written i'm trying to put i'm trying to put it together i'm not thinking about i don't try to think about putting it out until i put it together so i have put together a couple of songs i want to release something in august i really want to but i hope i can i don't know like um, i i really want to have some at least minimal budget to do like a minimal music video so i'm still figuring that out but the music is there and it should come out sometime soon and the kind of music i'm making is also going to be very very different every single time from now on um i i'm trying not to stick to a genre i'm trying not to establish a sound with myself this young and this early in the process um i want to keep exploring new sounds and new ways to express myself through music for the next 5 years at least so uh, the next song is actually like a very very different song it barely has a guitar like that that's that's already way too different for my music i feel because my music has been so guitar centric um it's very um it's a little bit cinematic it's r&b um infused with a little bit of carnatic and and just a bunch of 
a lot of things that I, I find interesting and I just put them together. I'm calling it a song. I don't know what it is. It should be really fun to put out. Uh, but I do have other acoustic stuff as well. And I have an acoustic version of newness coming out whenever possible. I have the newness music video coming out whenever possible. Um, that should be really fun. So I have the, the video short. It's it just we're just uh, trying to figure out the editing. Uh, there's been a few reasons why we couldn't do it in time. But uh, whenever it comes out, it should be really fun. Siddharth, thanks for coming. And um, so before we close the show, there is something that I wanted to ask you. Is there anything that reminds you of your super past, like something that is absolutely very important for you, like a root or anything? Thank you, dude. Yeah, covers is actually another thing. Like I, I love covering music in my own way. Like I used to, I used to um, do a lot of garage band on iPad recording when I was when I was in eleventh and twelfth, and I used to do very very different things with my music. And I stopped doing that later in the process once I started making my own music and you know started playing shows and all that it became the shows became really really um, intense and I barely opened my laptop or an iPad to make music and that is changing now again I hope uh, once we are back to playing I still don't stop this um, I don't think I will this time but uh, yeah and making covers has been really fun also I should I'll, I'll, I'll definitely put out a bunch of covers soon should be fun. Thanks, Siddharth. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I've been fed lies before I've made 
the same mistakes But I've not been in love before Cause it's also true That I'm not used to newness and clueless I just wanna shut up and say less This time I cannot be careless Cause this isn't touch and go I'm not used to newness, I'm clueless I just wanna shut up and say less Thought you should know who that may be This isn't touch and go I'm not used to newness, I'm clueless I just wanna shut up and say less this time I cannot be careless This is isn't touch and go That you some newness I'm clueless I just wanna shut up and say less That you should know that maybe This isn't touch and go Touch and go Yeah, the music that you just heard is awesome, right? Well, thanks for staying till the very end of this podcast and uh, this is Chandan Perla and you are listening to High on Tranquility and see you in the next one.